Abner Morris is a world champion boxer, Olympian, sports commentator, and most importantly, dad to two little girls. Beloved by abuelas and hardcore fans alike, Abner is a pro at entertaining the world both in and out of the ring. On Blue Wire's new podcast, On the Hook with Abner Morris, we'll hear from Abner, his family, fellow athletes, and other people who made him the boxer and man he is today. They chat about talks, topics like the state of boxing, Abner's journey from being a kid on the streets to boxing camp. So make sure you listen to On the Hook with Abner Morris wherever you get your podcasts. Episodes in English out on Tuesdays and episodes in Spanish out on Wednesdays. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Training Table Podcast. I am your host, Kenny King Jr., and this week we're going to talk a little bit about everything that's going on in the league. You've got the Raiders are on a bye week. They just beat the Chiefs in royal fashion, winning the Chiefs kingdom, beat them 42-30. to Derek Carr put it on them with 347 yards, three touchdowns, and won the FedEx Air Player of the Week. Josh Jacobs had another stellar performance with two touchdowns. And Henry Ruggs had a coming out party with two catches over 50 yards, making a big statement at Arrowhead. But, you know, going around the league, there's been a lot of things happening, a lot of big games, a lot of changes, uh, a lot of things that have been shut down as well. You look at the Tennessee Titans, they've had their issues with COVID. Titans had to shut down the facility for a couple days and went in there on primetime Tuesday night football. That's right. Tuesday night football, not Monday, not Sunday, Tuesday night football, and they beat the Bills on national television. Taylor Lewan made a very strong statement about facing adversity and overcoming that adversity and beating the Bills. Derrick Henry uh, made a very huge statement with his stiff arm to Josh Norman. It was huge. Uh, but really, the Biggest adversity I would say going on in the league right now is the J-E-T-S, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. It is an absolute dumpster fire over there. Adam Gaze obviously doesn't know what he's doing. He has absolutely no control over the team. I mean, it's quite evident. He doesn't know how to manage talent. And we saw the same thing that happened with Rex Ryan. We've seen the same thing that happened with Chip Kelly. You've got these guys that are great coordinators but they don't know how to translate it to being a head coach. You can coordinate everything out on the field. You can script an offense. You can script a defense, but they do not know how to lead men. And Adam Gase is showing that right now. They've released Jamal Adams. They've released Le'Veon Bell. They had issues with Kaleche Osemele. They released him after his injury. There's a lot of issues that are going on around that organization, around that team, and it's starting to you know shine a light on what is really going on. But I think the biggest thing is, how does Adam Gase still have a job? 
you have Dan Quinn, who just got fired from Atlanta, who is a couple years removed from the Super Bowl. And obviously, yes, they choked away the biggest lead in Super Bowl history. They've choked away some big leads already this season and last season. So you understand why Dan Quinn was fired. But you look at Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's another coach that was fired. And obviously, we know why Bill O'Brien was fired. You blow a lead in the AFC Championship game to the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Kansas City Chiefs go on and win the Super Bowl. You trade away DeAndre Hopkins. You get rid of one of the best receivers in the league. He's definitely a top five receiver. And you start the season 0-4 with Deshaun Watson at the helm. You know, you're fighting with your you're fighting with JJ Watt. You're fighting with your team. You have no control. So I understand why Bill O'Brien gets fired. But then you look over at New York and you wonder what kind of dirt does Adam Gase have on the Jets brass? Because Adam Gase has basically had a fire sell gotten rid of some of the best players in the league. These guys have gone on. Well, actually, a lot of guys haven't gone on to do anything. If you look at it, Osemele goes to Kansas City. Unfortunately, he tears both tendons in his knees. Uh, Jamal Adams goes to Seattle. He's out with a groin injury. And Le'Veon goes to Kansas City, and it's yet to be determined. But obviously, Kansas City had to make a desperation move after the Raiders put it on him. And so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with Adam Gase because obviously Adam Gase is not a leader. He is not a head coach. He is not somebody who I would want running my team, running my organization. He does not have the control of the locker room. He does not have the respect of that team that one would want as a head coach. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens with him. Now, before I go off on a tangent, I know that there's a lot of good that Gase has done. Uh, most of it came from when he was an offensive coordinator. Um, but we have to look at the track record that he's had here. He has not had a lot of success uh, in New York. He's not had a lot of success in Miami. But this guy keeps getting jobs. That's why I ask, what kind of dirt does he have on somebody? But, the, you know, you have to look at, you know, what is it that teams see in him? What is it that teams want from him? Is there something that he can bring to the table? Because I have yet to see it. Except when the Jets beat the Raiders last year. But, you know, that's last season and we won't get into that. Switching gears, what I'd like to do is I like to jump into my mailbag because I have some questions that have been asked uh, by people on Twitter and I wanted to get into that. But before I do, I'm going to take a brief break and when I come back, we will get into the mailbag. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account anytime, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire, with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. 
Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. All right, we are back, and I've got my mailbag here ready to jump into it, ready to answer some questions that you guys have, and it's a mixed bag. I've got some football questions. I've got some music questions. i got some pop culture questions. i got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get into because at the training table, we like to talk about it all. But first and foremost, i got a question from Mark Oliver. That's at Bangkok Mark on Twitter. He says, would the Raiders or should the Raiders be interested in David Irving? And what would be a big incentive for him to sign? First and foremost, I think the Raiders should have some interest in David Irving. The guy is an incredible pass rusher. I think he brings an added depth to the defense. I think that he's a guy that can really get after the ball. And you put him in the mix. You put him in that rotation with a Max Crosby, with a Cleveland Farrell, with a Carl Nassib when he gets back from injury. And you put him with Arden Key. That's a very strong pass rush that's going to get better. And you add a guy like David Irving that's already has, you know, knowledge of Mary, of Rod Marinelli's system. He's worked with Malik Collins before. I think that that's a guy that if you can keep him on the field and you can keep him out of trouble, he would be a great addition to that defense. He'd be a great addition to the pass rush. Because let's face it, the Raiders, aside from the Kansas City game, the pass rush hasn't been there all season. So the Raiders are going to need to do everything they can to continue to get that pass rush up, get the pass rush moving, get the pass rush rolling, because as these games progress, as the season progresses, you want to see the pass rush continue. When you start hitting quarterbacks, when you start putting the quarterbacks on the ground, they get flustered. We saw it happen to Pat Mahomes in the second half of last week. You want to continue to put these quarterbacks on their back. And as you're looking down the list, you've got the Chargers who have a rookie quarterback. If you hit him, hopefully you can get in his head. You've got the Broncos, who've got Drew Locke, who's coming back. But if you get in his head a little bit early, you can mess with him a little bit. You know, we've seen what Pat Mahomes, what happens to Pat Mahomes when he gets hit. You've got Baker Mayfield coming up. You've got the Jets coming up. Who will, if maybe Darnold will be back. Who knows? But there's some guys that if you get to them, if you hit them, they can get flustered. And those are some of the things that you need to do on defense in order to make plays, in order to start creating turnovers, in order to cause miscues on the defense. So, yes, I think that David Irving would be a great signing. Uh, The incentive for him to sign is the fact that he could potentially play for a playoff team. The Raiders are 3-2 and two right now. The Raiders are playing some really good football. They're going into, quote-unquote, the easy part of their schedule. So we should see what happens, but I think that he would be a great addition to the team. Next question I have comes from Owen from Twitter. It says, out of our secondary, what are the biggest strengths and weaknesses through five weeks? I think that some of the strengths that we've seen on the secondary is our corners. You've got Trayvon Mullen. You've got Damon Arnett. When those two are healthy you're not getting much past them. I think that they are two guys that can lock down receivers. They can run with anybody. They're guys that have shown great coverage skills. Uh, I think another big strength, but can also be a weakness at times, is Jonathan Abrams' Jonathan Abrams' physicality. Um, I think that when Jonathan Abrams is at 100%, he is at 100%, and he is a fireball. He is a bullet. He is a cleat-seeking missile. Shout-out Matt Walks. No free shout-outs. But I want to say that when he is not, when he is not 100%, when he is feeling hurt, uh, when he was injured after the Saints game, you saw that he was playing gingerly after that. 
And so I think that when you have Jonathan Abram at full speed, you can't stop him. He's going to hit you. He's going to knock you in the ground. He's going to cause a lot of problems. But when he is feeling the pain, that's where you start to see a little issues. I think also issues that we have second in the secondary stem from the safety play. You know, I think that Eric Harris needs a little bit of help. I think that, you know, looking at where we're at, I would like to see a dynamic playmaker there. I think that Eric Harris is a great rotational guy. I think that he's a great character guy. I think that he's a phenomenal leader, and I think that he's a great story to have on that team. But at the same time, if you can get a guy like Earl Thomas, if you can get a guy like Eric Reed, if you can get a guy like Eric Weddle to come out of retirement, I think those are some guys that you want to look at. Those are some guys that you could add as a piece to the puzzle because they can make a significant impact on that secondary. And you you rotate a guy like Eric Harrison. You rotate a guy like Jeff Heathen. Those are some guys that can still be impact players, and we've seen it. We saw Eric Harris's performance in multiple games last season. We've seen Eric Harris shine in, in some games this year. I think that just give him support. I think that with this team, some of these guys need a little bit more support. When you have a superstar, if you add a superstar like like Earl Thomas, that adds a tremendous amount of support. It builds up the confidence for a guy like Eric Harris. It builds up the confidence for a hitter like Jonathan Abram. And so th- those are some things. I think the other thing that we need to address is the slot co- corner position. You know, is LaMarcus Joyner the guy? You know, these past couple weeks, he's had some injuries. Uh, we've seen a Meek Robertson in there a little bit. Uh, Meek got burned on one play in, against the Bills. It wasn't really his fault. The defense didn't know what they were doing. Um, and so that's obviously a question to uh, Paul Gunther and what's going on there. But, you know, is LaMarcus Joyner the guy? Is he the answer at slot corner? And I think that that's one of the things the Raiders need to ask themselves, and especially going coming out of the bye week. Is this going to be the long-term play or is Amit going to start getting some more snaps? Or is Keyshawn Nixon going to get start, get some more snaps? Those are some of the things and those are some of the questions that I want to ask. Those are some of the questions that, that I want to get into to see what happens down the road. This next question comes from Bori Lolo on Twitter. Do you think the Raiders will be buyers before the trade deadline? Do I think that they'll be buyers? No. Do I wish that they'd be buyers? Absolutely. I think that Quinn and William is a name. I think that Quinn and Williams is a name that pops up in my head immediately when I think of trades. When you talk about the Jets are actively shopping him, when you talk about the Jets having a fire sale, when you talk about the Jets Jets being a dumpster fire, I would love to save Quinn and Williams from that organization. Quinn, if you're listening, demand a trade to the Raiders. Doesn't have to be for a lot. We can give we can give up some crazy amount. We know that the Jets just you know need some help. And so we're willing to help them. We're willing to bring you to Las Vegas. Do you like Vegas? I love Vegas. Uh, but no, do I think that the Raiders would be buyers? I don't see it happening. Uh, but, you know, it's the Raiders and anything can happen. Got my boy Raider Mike asking, do I see Booker taking more snaps to relieve Jacobs? Or do we keep him fresh for later in the year? Or was it part of the game plan against KC? Uh, I think yes, yes, and yes. Um, I think that... It was part of the game plan for against KC. I think that we do see him getting more snaps, and I do think that we want to keep Jacobs fresh for later in the year. I think that Jacobs is still battling through a little bit of that injury. I think that Booker has been playing some good football, and I think that, you know, it fit the KC game plan. 
but I know that John Gruden has said that he wants to keep Booker uh, in the game plan. He wants to keep Jacobs fresh, and it's smart. If you're looking at a playoff run, if you're looking to have a deep run into the playoffs, you want to have your best players on the field. So if you have a guy that can spell Josh Jacobs and can still get positive yards and can still average three to five yards a pop, then absolutely you put him in the game and you keep your workhorse fresh. That way when we get deep into the playoff runs, when we get into week 13, 14, 15, 16, then Jacobs is still fresh. Jacobs is ready to go because what we don't want to have is another situation like last year where Jacobs just can't go in the final weeks and the Raiders miss out on a spot. Now, hopefully the Raiders don't have a four-game skid like they did last season, and the Raiders are rolling throughout the rest of the season. Obviously, there's going to be some some losses sprinkled in there. I've mentally prepared for at least six, uh, but you know we'd like to see the Raiders make the playoffs. We'd like to see Jacobs healthy in the playoffs, and we'd like to see the full squad healthy in the playoffs. This next question comes from Dan on Twitter, and I love that you guys keep asking me defensive line questions because, as you know, this is a defensive line-based podcast. I love talking about the D-line, and so this excites me. Uh, let's talk about Farrell, and should he primarily stay inside or outside? Look, I think that Farrell plays better outside. I think that you put Farrell in a five technique, you put Max outside in a six or seven that's where you have the most success. When Farrell can come and set the edge, when he can come crashing down from the edge, that's where he's going to be most effective. When we see Farrell at the three, I don't see as much out of him. I don't see as much production out of him, and I like to see him more at defensive end. He is naturally a defensive end. That's where he plays better. He is not a dynamic pass rusher, but he is a guy that can get to the quarterback. He's a guy that can disrupt the passer. He's a guy that can make some plays from the edge. Don't need to reinvent the wheel. Don't fix what isn't broken. Keep Farrell outside. Keep Farrell rushing the passer. Keep him on that strong side and just let him do what he does. We saw what he did against Kansas City. It was beautiful. You got Mo Hurst coming back to play the inside. Mo Hurst has been playing some phenomenal football. And that being said, free Mo. Let Mo get more snaps. Stop taking him out. Stop rotating him. Let Mo get more snaps. You guys had some great questions. Keep them coming. Hit me on Twitter. Shoot me those questions. I'll keep answering them in the mailbag. But, hey, what I want to do is take a quick break. When I come back, I want to look at some top upcoming games this weekend, what you guys can look forward to with the Raiders not playing, and some D-linemen to look at. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads to totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. This weekend, you got some big rivalry matchups. You have the Rams and Niners. 
You've got the Browns and Steelers. You've got the Texans and Titans. Those are three games that really stand out to me. Now, Texans and Titans, the Texans have had some issues. They just fired their head coach, which you talked about earlier. Deshaun Watson is still playing some good football. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. Also, the Titans are 4-0. They're, the under, they're undefeated right now in the National Football League, but they're coming off a short week. Remember, they played on Tuesday night. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens in that game. Another game that stands out to me is the Browns and Steelers. The reason why the Browns and Steelers stands out is because this is the first time since last season that Miles Garrett and the Steelers will face each other since the incident that happened last season. So it'll be very interesting to see how the Steelers' offensive line reacts to Miles Garrett. It'll be very interesting to see how Miles Garrett reacts to the Steelers' offensive line. And quite frankly, it'll be very interesting to see how Miles Garrett reacts to everything going on in that game. That's a game that I'm going to have my eyes on. And also, you got to keep your eyes on Cam Hayward because that dude is a beast. Another game that really stands out to me that is always going to stand out to me is the Rams and 49ers. You've got Aaron Donald, who is the best defensive player in the NFL, going against the Niners, who have been having a lot of trouble with their offensive line. Now, we obviously know that Jimmy Garoppolo is still injured. You could see it in the game last week. He could not push off that ankle. He tried to, and he did not do well. He got pulled in the game for C.J. Beathard, and that speaks more to the fact that they tried to put him out there way too early. They tried to push him out there while he's still injured, and I didn't think that that was fair to him. But if he plays in this game, how healthy is he? Because if he's not, that offensive line is going to get worked. Aaron Donald over Mike McGlinchey is going to destroy him all game long and that's going to be somebody that i'm going to be watching I'm going to be watching that battle up front with aaron donald against whoever he lines up against because let's face it the man is the best in the business he got paid the re he got paid the money that he got paid for the reason that he does the things that he does he is the best and while we're talking about the best in the business, there's one A and there's one B, and that's Khalil Mack and the Bears facing the Panthers. And that's a game that I'm going to want to see as well because I don't care what anybody says. I'm still a huge Khalil Mack fan, and I hope that one day he comes back to the Raiders. But I would love to see what, Camille, what Khalil Mack does against this Panthers offense. Christian McCaffrey is out. Mike Davis is still getting the ball. And it'll be very interesting to see what happens because Mike Davis was cut by the Bears and he has been putting on for his team in Carolina. He has been putting up some great numbers. He's been putting up some great points in fantasy. He's a guy that you're going to want to look at. Teddy Bridgewater, obviously, is a very mobile quarterback. He's a guy that can make plays with his legs. He has a good arm. You get it to Robbie Anderson, Robbie can take it far. But my question is, what's Khalil going to do? I'm very excited to see what Khalil does against this offense. And let's see what happens. But, hey, guys, that's this week's episode. Thanks for checking it out. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you're giving me some love on the Apple Podcast link. Five stars if you like it. Comments if you love it. Next week, I'm going to have my boy Jimmy 3Tech back on here. We're going to break it down with a very special guest. So make sure you stay tuned. Until then, I'll talk to you.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.